Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. Thank you for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. Uh, we are in the eighth chapter of Acts in the midst of a, an account, in the midst of a story. Uh, it's the story about Philip. Uh, Philip had an angel of the Lord speak to him. Remember this? And the angel of the Lord told him, I want you to go down to the road that goes from Jerusalem to Gaza. Okay? And, he's, and it's, parenthetically it says, this is a desert. Okay? This is a desert road. Why does that be important? So Philip does that. He gets up. Says he got up and went. Have we been doing that since our last time together? Have we just determined that we're going to get up and we're going to go? We're going to get up and go and do what the Lord has told us to do. Okay, so he got up and go. Well, he encountered an Ethiopian eunuch, and this guy was a big muckety muck. He was a court official for Candace, the queen of the Ethiopians. He was actually in charge of her treasury, and he had gone to Jerusalem to worship. That tells you a lot about him. He believed in God. So he went to worship, and he's returning, and he's in his chariot, and he's headed back to Ethiopia. And he's reading from Isaiah. And then Philip sees him, and the Spirit of the Lord says, go up to that chariot. So he does. Philip runs up to the chariot. He just doesn't walk and saunter up there. He runs up to the chariot. Does that mean that he had to run the chariot down? Does that mean that the, the Ethiopian was sitting there and just reading? We're not told directly, okay? Either way, Philip comes up. And he hears him reading from Isaiah, which makes you think that the thing probably wasn't moving, but who knows. So Philip asks him, do you understand what's going on? And the guy says, well, how, how can I understand what's going on here? Unless somebody helps me. And so he invited Philip to help him. The passage was out of uh, Isaiah 53. And the eunuch asked Philip, says, hey, is the prophet speaking of himself or of somebody else? And then we left off with this verse, you know, a profound verse, Acts 8 verse 35 then Philip opened his mouth and beginning from this scripture he preached Jesus to him he preached Jesus and he began from that scripture I think you can begin really from any scripture in in the word of God and preach Jesus <laughs> not forcing the issue not trying to be cute not trying to create things that aren't there but if somebody has a legitimate question from the Scripture and they want to know, what does this mean? You can start from there and show them the wonder and the glory of the Most High God and the Lord Jesus Christ and what He has done for them individually. And that's what Philip did. Now watch what happens. Verse 36, next verse. As they went along the road, so they're traveling now. As they went along the road, they came to some water. And the eunuch said, look, water, what prevents me from being baptized. In other words, what keeps me from being baptized? And you say, well, okay, what's the big deal? This was a desert road, right? This was a desert road. You know, look, water. He seems, and this is the Ethiopian, he seems to be surprised by this. He seems to be shocked by this. Now, he would have likely had traveled this road once already, going to Jerusalem. Now he's coming back. And he said, look, there's some water there. What is it that's keeping me from being baptized? You know? So they must have been talking about baptism. They must have been talking about the Lord. Because we know he's preaching Jesus. And he says, 
Hey, what is to keep me from this? And folks, it's not the act of baptizing necessarily, because the act, though the act is important. What he's saying is this. What is to keep me from being identified with Jesus? What is to keep me from choosing Jesus and letting the world know that I have chosen Jesus? Well, verse 37 in the King James and verse 37 in the New American Standard says this. And Philip said, if you believe with all your heart, you may. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Now, let me read to you what the uh, ESV says uh, and what the Alexum says in verse 37. Are you ready? Here it is. Yeah, silence. Silence. <laughs> this is one of these passages, and there are many, uh, that are just totally skilled. If you go to the ESV, if you go to the Lexham, it goes from verse 36 to verse 38. Uh, even the New American Standard has it in brackets, and it'll say something along the line of this. Uh, the earlier manuscripts do not have this. Well, that's true. But the, the problem is this. It's that some of the earlier manuscripts don't have it. But some of them, as a matter of fact, a lot of them have it. So you got to be real careful when you pick and choose. Like, I know the arguments. I know why they're doing it, et cetera, et cetera. But I just sort of, I receive these as just little mini red flags waving at me, okay? So Philip said, if you believe, you can be baptized. Guess what the Ethiopian did, verse 38? He ordered the chariot to stop. And they both went down into the water. Philip, as well as the eunuch, and he baptized him. Verse 39, when they came up out of the water. Let me stop right there in the middle of the sentence. So they stopped the chariot. They go down into the water, both of them, and he baptized. If they're going down into the water, what does that tell you? Yeah, that, that portions of their body actually went into the water. Okay, The water wasn't sprinkled over him. Okay, The water wasn't poured over him. Okay, they went down into the water. And the book of Acts gives us some insight into things, some, uh, a lot of things, but some things that have really divided the body of Christ. We spoke of the, uh, of the Holy Spirit earlier here. And I told you, just look at the facts, ma'am. Just pay attention to the, what's told us, the facts that we see in the Scripture as we go through Acts. And we'll see all sorts of things, the same way with baptism. Okay, just pay attention to what's being said right here. They see this water. It was not a mirage because they went down into it. It was water of some depth, okay, because they both went down into the water because they came up out of the water. Now, somebody may say, well, the water was only a couple of feet deep when they came along, and Philip just sort of splashed the water all over him. Okay, great, wonderful. They went into the water, okay? They went in the water, and they came up out of of the water. When you look at the balance, what we see with baptism and Acts, you'll, you'll get more insight into it. So when they come up out of the water, listen to this. The spirit of the Lord snatched Philip away and the eunuch no longer saw him, but he went on his way rejoicing. So they apparently, they come up out of the water and they're standing, coming up out of the water and Philip is snatched away. Now, I know some people will say, well, that just means that he departed, okay, that he left. He left quickly and he left hurriedly. Well, maybe, but the, the Greek word here actually means to seize, 
to catch up, to take by force. You know, there's different words that are being used if he left quickly, you know, if, if the Lord had led him away quickly. And then the next verse is even more interesting. And we'll get that in a second. So he was snatched away. The eunuch saw him no more. And the eunuch was just rejoicing. And he goes his own way. He goes on back to Ethiopia. Last verse, verse 40. But Philip found himself at Azotus. Azotus, this is one of the five uh, Philistine cities. Ashdod is what it's called in the Old Testament. And as he passed through, he kept preaching the gospel of all the cities until he came to Caesarea. This is not Caesarea Philippi. This is Caesarea in Palestine along the coast where Philip lived with his four daughters. What happened here? I think Philip got snatched away in the spirit, found himself in one of these five cities, and he just didn't say, well, where am I? No, he preached his way home. That's what it says. And as he passed through, passed through from where? As he passed through from Azotus, going home to Caesarea, as he passed through, he preached the gospel to all the cities, to every city until he got there. How far was he snatched away? Well, it depends on where he was on the road. Somewhere between 20 and 40 miles. Can you imagine coming up out of the water after baptizing somebody and the person that baptized you disappears? And you're the person, let's say, that was baptizing somebody and all of a sudden you find yourself in Azotus. You go, oh, where am I? Azotus. Well, I was just a moment ago, and you know, and I'm not sure, you know, how far, 20, 40 miles. Then how far was it from there to Caesarea? The Lord does what he wants to in strange and mysterious ways, does he not? Well, my time's up. We'll keep pressing on in the next episode. I'll see y'all then. Goodbye.